Every year, the best places to work rankings for federal agencies produce apparently perennial winners and losers. Besides lists that are fun to talk about, though, what effects do the rankings really have? For some answers, we turn to Jeff Neal, former Chief Human Capital Officer at Homeland Security. And Jeff, as a former Chico at one of the agencies that could stand some improvement in the best places to work rankings, what's your take on the meaning of these rankings other than the fun of ranking? Well, I I think there are a couple of things we can take out of them. One is that, that, that leaders do have an effect on organizations. And... Uh, and if you look at, at the agencies right now and look at some of the ones that didn't, did not do well, uh, in the, many of those cases, you can connect that to leadership issues within the agency. And so I think leaders do make a difference. The other is that some people look at, at, at how, many, how many agencies dropped in the rankings, how many index scores dropped, and say, well, you know, this is just the Trump administration causing that. But you also look at the fact that a lot of agencies made really big improvements. You know, Small Business Administration, for example, uh, made a big improvement. The, the Transportation Security Administration made a big improvement. And so it, it's not that overall policies of the administration are driving numbers down in the places where they are. It is leadership activities and leadership commitment to making a better place to work that makes a difference. And in those agencies where there is that commitment and they're, they're taking concrete steps to, to make things better, we're seeing their index scores go up. And in the agencies that are not doing that or that are actively doing the opposite, we're seeing index scores drop and in some cases drop precipitously. So, so those are the things that I see when I look at this, that, that leadership does make a difference sure. and agencies have have some control over these scores. Yeah, let's take a look at the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which scores dropped 25% year to year. Now, during the first couple of years of the Trump administration, early on, there was that dispute over who was really in charge, someone that was appointed by the outgoing guy and someone sent in there by the Trump administration, Mick Mulvaney. But at the same time, finally, there's a, there is finally a confirmed person there after a couple of years. And then there's the fact that policies at that agency changed radically. And policies do change from administration to administration. Is it possible, though, for employees to have a change in policy caused by a change in in politics of the administration that's very normal in both directions and still create a good place to work? Or is it simply that the, the employees are so invested in the old policy that even if you put in foosball tables and free donuts on Friday, it's still going to have dropping scores? I, I think it depends on on the policy changes. You know, I've worked for Republican administrations and Democrat administrations, and and I've seen policy changes that were fairly that were fairly extreme. But what we've seen with a few agencies in the last couple of years, is policy changes that appear to be hostile to the to the very existence of the agency, and I think there's no, there's not a, there's not a good way that a leader can go in and and sell that. You know, when you, when people when people go to work every day, if they go to work thinking, well, you know, the the people I'm working for now you know, have very different views about what we do in the agency. 
but at least you know they want to 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 carry out the mission of the agency. People can adjust to that. If you're going to work every day though, and you're saying, "Well, you know, my boss would drive a stake through the heart of this agency if if he or she could," I think it's a little harder to to deal with that. And I don't think a leader, no matter how good they are, is going to be able to effectively lead an agency through that kind of, of change of direction where the, the change is really hostile to the existence of the, of the agency and to the agency's mission. And I think that's probably what we're running into at places like CFPB. We're speaking with Jeff Neal, former chief human capital officer at Homeland Security, now a senior vice president at ICF. But let's make uh, maybe a devil's advocate example here. The EPA also dropped pretty far. Six points is a big drop in this particular type of survey. And yes, there has been some really radical policy changes at EPA, but nobody's questioned its existence. And yet they dropped pretty badly, too. I think there's a lot going on with EPA. And uh, particularly with Mr. Pruitt, there was concern within the agency about whether or not there was actually support for for the science of EPA. There was concern about about a lot of leadership issues with Mr. Pruitt. And well, his, his uh, personal rectitude turned out to be not quite what the agency should have demanded. I mean, this is a that was a problem too. Yeah, I mean, his was like the scandal du jour with 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 him, and so those kinds of things can drag down an agency as well. You know, people people do look at what their leaders do and and a leader that's plagued by scandals is is probably going to cause an agency to tank simply because people look at the top and say okay what kind of leadership are we getting from the top and if if they've got questions about you know about the ethics of their leaders uh, you know that that can affect things pretty badly so you know i'm hoping that what we'll see is some improvement uh, with the current leadership at, at at EPA, but but certainly Mr. Pruitt was was would have to be a factor in in the rankings we were seeing. Okay, from, and just switching EPA. gears here a minute, uh, you're also writing that uh, a problem with low scores relates to innovation. What's your thought there? Well, I, when you look at the the comparison between the government and the private sector, uh, the the report shows that the private sector employees actually feel like their agencies will listen to them and they'll listen to new ideas. And the scores are much lower in the federal government. And, and that to me is particularly troubling because virtually every bit of research you can find will tell you that the best sources of ideas in an, in an organization are typically the employees. They're the ones who do the work. They see the problems. They they see a lot of the potential solutions. And if they don't think their agency is going to listen to them and their agency doesn't listen to new ideas, it makes it very difficult for, for an employee to get really enthusiastic about where they work. And so, so the, the whole comparison of the government to the private sector shows in almost every area, the federal government is lagging behind the private sector. And in some cases, you know, pretty substantially lagging behind. And, and I think that's a, that is a concern. So bottom line, this ranking every year, much more than just a list of numbers. 
Absolutely. And it's something that agencies ought to take seriously. The ones that do take it seriously are making a better workplace. And there are lots of, of benefits to that, including better employee engagement that can lead to a more efficient and effective agency. The agencies that don't take it seriously or, or are hostile to, to this type of activity are, are seeing their numbers go down, which could mean a less engaged workforce. It can mean lower productivity. It can mean a less efficient agency. So, so the taxpayers are getting a lot more for their money at an agency, an agency like NASA, that's you know a perennial winner of, of this of this this best places competition, and the agencies that are not doing well are seeing harm. I think uh, caused by what their leadership is doing in the agency. Jeff Neal is former chief human capital officer at Homeland Security, now a senior vice president at ICF. As always, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Find a link to his column and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to The Federal Drive at iTunes or Podcast One. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffles Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, Confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.